Hello and welcome to this very special bonus episode of Rigore, the Italian football podcast. I'm Marco Rinaldi. And I'm Giancarlo Rinaldi. And it is a bonus episode because we have literally just finished watching the Europa... What is it? The Europa League Conference Final? Is that the full title? I don't know if it's Conference League or League Conference or whatever it is, but we're we're both um, Tirana Nervous Rex... (laughs) <laughs> after watching, after watching Roma uh, squeak out a one nil win in the great traditions of Italian football, I think that one nil victory was some backs to the wall stuff. I felt like I was travelling back in time to it wasn't a, it wasn't a Catenaccio affair by any by any stretch of the imagination, but they certainly had to be resolute in defence at times in, in that game. Although although Feyenoord, you know, were a bit wasteful I thought, um, with with what they did. But I mean, what do you think? I, I mean, it felt a deserved victory for maybe just a more experienced side with a few more Yeah, I mean it was it was yeah, sort of old school Italian but also Mourinho esque, I would say, in its in its uh, victory. But yeah, I, I think Feyenoord had a few chances especially at the start of that second half. But, um, you know, Roma did show their experience, I think, and um, it was a lovely finish from, from Zaniolo to, to win the game for them. That that really that brightened up the game, I think, because mm-hmm. for the first half hour or so, it was fairly dull stuff. I thought it was two teams testing one another out, I think. You know, you could see that... Feyenoord wanted to take the initiative were a bit more attack-minded, but at the same time they were a bit conscious that Roma posed a threat, especially with Tammy Abraham. So, you know, it was a very balanced affair. And then, as you see, Zaniolo broke the broke the deadlock. Is this is this good news for Italy, Marco? I know you're a, you're a Zaniolo, among many sceptics, areas you have. Zaniolo's another one that I think I remember you saying I've never no, seen yeah. him have a good game. I don't get no, what all true. the hype is about. Did did you see him have a good game tonight? Uh, yeah, I mean I think the trouble is I've been burned in recent years by so many players being hyped up only to turn out to be pretty mediocre. But um he had a good game. It was a it was a lovely touch and finish for the goal. Um he played well I'm still not seeing the sort of world class headlines that that he brought when he when he first broke onto the scene, but he had a good game, so it is good news for Italy if he can keep developing. And I do always think that playing okay, it's the Conference League, but playing in these finals, the pressure, scoring a goal in a game like that, I think that's always valuable in terms of an, in it at international level. Yeah, and it was a beautiful finish, as you see, the mm-hmm. control was good athletic and then the finish I thought was just absolutely exquisite kind of outside of the boot there wasn't a lot of goal to him there wasn't a lot of no. ways to finish it anyway and he found a way to, to finish it so that was excellent and a, an assist for a mad bad Gianluca Mancini um, so that yes. was that's good it was for, very Bonucci-esque it was Bonucci-esque and he also went I think he went 90 minutes after me telling everyone fill your boots yellow card Mancini and your bet builder of course he manages to go through a game I mean there were a few times early on where he managed to manhandle Sinistera uh, and then I think he got away with cracking one of their strikers on the yeah. back of the head at one point, but nonetheless, fair play to him. He came through with that, and and I thought Pellegrini as well. If we're looking with our Italian eyes on it, I thought Pellegrini 
know, he's a player I really like anyway, but I thought he had another another good game. And and you know, fair play to although although the British commentators do focus on the English players. I mean Chris Smalling did have a good game yeah, at did. the back, yeah, especially when good. they were when they were under a lot of pressure. So, you know, he, he kinda held them together and and was, was very resolute. There wasn't a lot of controversy in the game, but the, there was one moment uh, when I think VAR was called in and didn't do its job yet again. Um, I mean, I don't know what your feeling was. Tammy Abraham breaking through on goal looked looked pretty clear that he was tugged back. He didn't fall over, which was maybe um, what what cost him Senezi. I mean, the man that's turned down Italy for Argentina apparently yeah. um, gave him a tug on the arm. What was your feeling, Marcus? Should that have been a red card? I mean, yeah, I. I... I never like to agree with Robbie Savage, but um, I, I have to say that I think it, he, on that he was right. I think it should have been a red card. It's not, just because you don't fall over doesn't mean it wasn't a foul. He was clearly hindered, as you say, his arm was pulled back. Um, and if you don't, I think the trouble is if you don't give those sorts of things, then it's difficult to moan about players going down easily because you know if he had fallen over there, it was there was no doubt that the ref would have given a foul on a red card so yeah it doesn't it the game doesn't help itself sometimes and you do it's one of those ones where you wonder what they're looking at in the var studio at that point too you'd also like to be a fly on the wall when jose Mourinho gets him back in the dressing room and asks (laughs) him and asks him about that incident why on earth did you stay on your feet tammy we saying to him i would i would surmise but you know a big thing for roma as well is looking back over the sort of you know, as a club that's, I think, Italy's fourth most represented and has had the fourth most seasons after Juve, Inter and Milan, it's been a it's been a lifetime of hurt for them, really. I know the, the fierce Cities Cup in 61, but then we had the, the Liverpool, the old Bruce Grobler spaghetti mm. legs in 84, and then the, the, the back in the glory days when we had all Italian UEFA finals, they came out on the wrong side against Inter in the early 90s so you know a big deal in watching on the screens here you know I think we've said this before that fans don't really care so much about finishing 6th 7th or 8th in the league but if you lift a trophy whatever yeah. that whatever that trophy is um, they, they love it I mean how, how significant is it for the Giallo Rossi would you say? Well it's like you say I mean it's their it's their first uh, in air quotes proper European trophy and that's always going to be special. It doesn't matter if it's the Conference League or not. You know, this will be a night that they will celebrate long, and so they should. Um, and, you know, I think winning something like this always helps a club. It helps the players believe that they can do it at a, at a higher level when, when it comes to it. So I think it's a good thing for Roma, and I think it's a good thing for Italian football to finally win another European trophy. Yeah, I was going to. I was going to get to that. You know, it's been a long time. I mean, Mourinho again. Funnily mm-hmm. enough, when when Inter won their their treble in the in, in the Champions League, and then, you know, we've seen this sort of slow, steady decline. And you, I mean, I think it sends a message to Italian teams to take all European competition yeah. seriously because we we've seen it too many times. I think teams, you know, yeah, the Champions League obviously everyone takes seriously. There's big money. But then when you see the teams that are in Europa League yeah. and now we've got this conference league, it's too many times they've put out second string or, you know, under strength sides 
to keep their players kind of dry for the, for for Serie A or whatever. Whereas Mourinho has taken, you know, a polar opposite approach really because they're formed towards the tail mm-hmm. end of uh, towards the tail end of the season um, was pretty awful in Serie A, but it's it's paid off for them. It was a gamble, but it paid off for them big style. Maybe maybe more Italian teams should should take a leaf out of that book. Well, it, it's a bit like I don't know if you saw on Twitter today. Andy Murray was talking about how Wimbledon's not getting ranking points this season and um, talking about that doesn't really matter. The players, you know, a player wants to say he's won Wimbledon. It doesn't matter whether, he doesn't care whether he gets ranking points for finishing third at Wimbledon or whatever. So uh, in a way, it's the same for the fans. It's the same for the players, surely. They want to lift trophies at the end of the day. They want to have medals in their cabinet. And, you know... I don't. I get that financially, maybe there is more benefit to finishing sixth in Serie A than getting to getting to the final of the Europa League and having a chance to win it. But I would have thought the whole point of football is to try and win trophies. So yeah, I, I, I've never really understood the attitude of some Italian clubs in in Europe. In fact, most Italian clubs in Europe, when it comes to fielding these sort of weakened sides. Yeah, no, it's, it's it seems daft as I say, and uh, hopefully these pictures that, that we're watching in the background mm-hmm. just now will be will be flicked around. I mean, it's certainly in Florence. I hope since hey, Fiorentina yeah. are going into this competition next season, I hope they're all watching and they say, oh, you know, we'd like a piece of that because, as I say, whatever you know, he, 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 I'm sure Lazio fans will call it a tin pot trophy, but mm-hmm. you know, they'd still love to be. Uh, to have their hands on hands on that that European trophy or whatever you know because you you have to win a lot of games you have to come through yep. and you also get some nice wee away days to you know to across Europe as well so that's not to be that's not to be sniffed at either but I mean hats off to hats off to Roma I wasn't entirely convinced that they were going to pull it off just as I say because I'm always wary when when teams kind of pull the oars in in the final weeks yeah. of, of a season. It can be hard for them to then raise their game for a final, but you know they they definitely did. It wasn't always it wasn't always pretty, but you know they did the dirty work when it had to be done. And I just thought, you know, they gambled on Mkhitaryan. Obviously, that backfired. He had to come off, but Sergio Oliveira came on and did. You know, a lot, yeah, a lot, a, a lot yeah. of hard graft. Really, not not pretty stuff particularly. And I think that was just. To me, that was the difference between the two sides. That there was a a lot of nice build up stuff from Feyenoord, but not enough end product. Although you know they they did come pretty close. I mean, Rui Patricio had one yeah. spectacular save, and there were a lot of there were a lot of bodies thrown on the line. But at the same time, Roma just had that bit more nous, that bit more edge. And then, I mean, the last. Ten minutes was like you know, how many times can you yeah. bu- can you buy a foul? Really, you know, it was yeah. it was uh, yeah, it was very professional. It, it was yeah, it was a master class. Yeah. It was a master class in that. But hats off to hats off to Roma. I mean, before we go, uh, just one more thing I want to touch on with my Italy hat on. I suppose it was nice to see Spinazzola coming on, and you know he had a couple of his uh, trademark runs, beating a few players on the, on the left hand side. So. I mean, do you think um, that bodes well for for the future? Oh, absolutely. That was. It's funny. He comes on and he's he's always grinning from year to year. Yeah. He just seems such a happy guy. I don't know if that's just like you know some people have 
racing bitch face or whatever. Yeah. He, he has he has exactly he has racing cheery face. He just always seems so happy, and it made me happy when he you know when he comes onto the pitch. It makes me happy as well, and, that, and that's quite a hard thing. That's quite a hard thing to achieve. Not quite as hard as making you happy, but nonetheless, <laughs> still quite still quite difficult. And so it was great. The, the only thing, it's always tempered with. Terror as well, because every ta- yeah, no. every tackle that goes in, you know, because he's had these bad injuries. But I mean, that's the nature of the that's the nature of the sport, and you have to hope that um, all the physios and everybody's done their job uh, as best they can to get him back and and get him back for good. Because yeah, he'd be an enormous boost for Italy, and you know, an enormous boost for Roma first and foremost. And it's just, I think we all. You know, other than the most uh, horrible people on the planet, I think we all want to see the best footballers uh, playing to the best of their ability. And so he was, you know, he was a star of Italy's Euro 2020. So to see him back on the pitch, uh, you know, I was watching the other week when he finally made his return. That was quite emotional. And seeing him come on to play a a major European final, um, you know, that was that was fantastic as well. So, you know, more power to, to Spina and we get to sing that song again, hopefully yeah, exactly. in, the, in, in the not too distant future. Yeah. Well, uh, Roma are, as we speak, about to lift the trophy. So uh, we'll, we'll go and watch that. But um, as we mentioned in our last episode, we will be back for a couple of uh, extra bonus episodes uh, in the next week or so. So, um, yeah, keep an eye on your podcast feed and um, as ever, like and subscribe and share and all of these things so that we can get it um, out to more people. And if you haven't been following our Twitter feed, we have got the Player of the Year or the, yeah, I suppose, Team of the Year Awards, the Rigori Awards for the players outside the top six teams. So uh, get voting on that if you haven't already. And that will be the feature of, of one of our podcasts coming up. 